Last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, Carcat finds Terezi on the meteor's roof as he and Dave try to stage an intervention for her, because she's becoming a juggalo. They talk about how they're going to be best bros forever. Also about Rose's alcohol problem, which has only gotten worse. John falls asleep and Dave Sprite talks to him about how he thinks it's his time to move on, and flies away like a piece of shit. A piece of lovable shit. Never to be seen again. Probably. Probably this time will stick. Caligorn plays pool with planets and eventually meets some puppets slash gnomes slash leprechauns. It's the felt. John shows up in a dream bubble where all the dead trolls are having a pirate adventure. Fisker reveals that she and Arania are controlling loads of ghosts to pay Lord English. Arania tells John about the history of cherubs and how they fuck. You needed to know that, I guess. Also about how Caliborn eventually beat his denizen, Yaldaboth, and became more powerful than anyone could possibly have imagined. Terezi wakes up out of her Fago and sleep and reveals that she got a rating to heal her blindness and now feels kind of lost. Also, no one has to stop this meteor. Fun! Uh, Act 6, Intermission 5, Intermission 3. Oh, we're back with, uh, Caliborn. Oh, okay, this one, um, so Red, Solid is 7. Okay. Yeah. We never saw him, did we? That's a crowbar. Oh, duh, yeah, we saw crowbar, but only to kill him to take a crowbar. Yeah. Which, Caliborn currently has the crowbar. Yeah. I wonder if he just gives it to him, and that's why he has it. Uh, but then there's also Die, um... Yep. Clover is, uh, Star Heart Horseshoe. For, to Lil uh, Sebastian. Or to... More looks or like... Or to Caliborn. Caliborn, and yeah. Lil Sebastian is Heart's Clover to Clover. Great. Very obscure joke here. Or obscure reference, maybe, is, uh, Star Heart Horseshoe is, uh, there's a safe... That was actually a phone dial in um, Prom Sleuth, but all the, oh. instead of numbers, it was the Lucky Charm bits, and that was the code. Oh, okay. Nice. Wait, why did that planet give me two elves? You're calling them elves now? Yes. But they're leprechauns, or gnomes, according to some baloney scholars. They can be additionally referred to as elves. I have decided. Whatever. Why are there two? Because of the two-for-one deal. You sung the seventh planet on the break. So you destroyed the sixth planet. You unlocked both the sixth and seventh elf. Now you're on the eighth planet. This one doesn't give you an elf. It doesn't? No. What about a gnome? No. What about a leprechaun? No. You get nothing. Why not? Because they're supposed to sing this one and destroy it last. You're just wasting time here, hanging around here. The clock's ticking. Alright, but first, I want to get their powers straight. Am I correct in assuming their powers keep getting more useless? 
Yes. Just as I suspected. I don't even care anymore. I just want to know. So Orange Hat, we have established, just walks ahead of me all the time. No matter how far off he wanders and gets lost, I always see him to catch up with him. Yes. And Green Hat, he just has a doll with pins in it. Yep. What's up with that? He has a doll with pins in it. And? Every time you get a new elf, he'll take another pin out. That's all I got to tell you. Okay, got it. It's pointless. Moving on. Maroon Hat. I can't tell what his power is. What is his power? He doesn't have a power. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. That's a new no, even for these shitheads. But Maroon Hat's pretty smart. He, you can use him as a high-ranking henchman or something. Being smart isn't a power. Plus, I doubt it. How smart can one of these imbeciles be? You should talk to him and find out. No. Come on. Just a friendly little chat. Fine. I will have a word with him. Very briefly. Okay. Hey. Are you still talking to him? Wow, you guys are really going at it there. What the fuck could you be talking about for so long? This is getting ridiculous. The timer on the next cue ball bomb is ticking away. Okay, I'm back. And? Maroon Hat is a highly intelligent and personable. I've decided he is my favorite guy so far. See, I told you. I will give him some important responsibilities later, but I have not decided what. Maybe he can hold you something important to you? Good idea. Like what? Oh, I know. My cow top. No, not the cow top. That's dumb. My gun? No. No, my candy. No, you idiot. Fuck you. If you have an idea, then just tell me what it is, Puzzle Man. Look at the color of hat. What else do you have that that's color? Um... Also, what object can you think of that's kind of shaped like a seven? Mm. Oh. Oh. Of course. A boomerang. Okay, I give up. I will make a mental note to secure a boomerang in the future. Yes, it makes so much sense to be a boomerang. Thematically. Because it always comes back around in one big circle. Like all the time shit I am supposed to be about. <sighs> okay, last question. Why is Purple Hat constantly dancing in my presence? Yeah, I guess in retrospect, Purple Hat's always been pretty flirtatious, hasn't he? What? Maybe you try to be uh, open-minded, though. Have you ever considered a star heart horseshoe relationship with someone, maybe you'll discover you have never truly expanded joy until you've had been in a star heart horseshoe with a dancing elf. Cowboy has spiked his cow top into the ground in disgust. God. <laughs> I, I love Caliborn like, not getting the powers of Andrew but, like, being technically right. Right, yeah, it's really good. 
Like, okay, this guy just walks in front of me like an idiot, and I always seem to catch up with him. Like, yep, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically you're right. And, like, this guy just has a doll, and he pulls pins out of it, right? Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What was the other one that was, like, spot on? Like, this guy just follows me. Right, yeah. God. End of Act 6, Intermission 5, Intermission 3. Oh, we're, we're getting through this. We're just powering through this thing. Yeah! Back at the start of the Ghost Circle. Ghost Circle? <laughs> ghost Circle Next. is my uh, favorite uh, mid to uh, like mid to early 2010s uh, alternative rock album. Ghost Circle is my like favorite bad so weird spinoff. <laughs> that one's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That was better than my joke. <laughs> Next. Oh, cool. It's a Caliborn-shaped cave. It's Skull Island. I can't believe it. We're here. We're gonna find Next. King Kong. God. I hope not. I hope so. <laughs> oh, God. How are we... Should I just... Should we stick with the same ones, or what? Uh... The next I, page is Briska. a. I'll take socks. The next page is a giant John Aradia conversation, actually. Okay. All right. So we'll just do this page. You take socks. Okay. Hey guys, stop dragging your feet back there. You're falling so far behind. You're starting to look like tiny and ridiculous from here. The treasure should be buried just up ahead. Let's pick up the pace. Excuse me, someone's here. With special needs. I think I'll continue dragging my feet if you don't mind. Solux, will you just let Arania heal your eyes already and catch the fuck up? No. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Uh, do you want to take Arania? I know. Yeah, I'll take Arania. None of us have a voice for her, but. Nope. It's funny how, like, she comes up in huge. Like, when she shows up, she shows up a lot, and then she's gone for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Hey. A radio, was it? Yes. Can I ask you something? Okay. You seem reasonable and pretty nice. Oh. So I'm wondering, how do you feel about all this? About what exactly? About what Vriska and her pirate buddies are doing. You mean searching for the weapon? I think it's a good idea. No, I, I know. Of course that would be great to have an awesome secret weapon, whatever it is. I mean... How do you feel about the way she's searching for it? By using all the ghost clone friends as bait? Getting the bad guys to blow them all up to reveal the way to the treasure? That's probably the only way to find it. In my experience, the specific path you travel out here is very important. If we did not trace that exact path in that amount of time, I doubt we ever would have found it in the right location. In fact, it may have never been found by anyone. Okay, yeah. Let's assume it was only way to find it, granted. I mean... Does that really make it the right way to beat him? I couldn't say. Well, how do you feel about it? Well, the other pirates seem cool with it, so I'm wondering if you feel differently. It's probably necessary, and they would have embarked on this voyage whether I'd come along or not, so I might as well join the fun. Isn't that what you did when you saw our ship? Uh, sort of. But I didn't know what you're all doing yet. Yes, but once you found out, you continue journeying with us. 
Yeah, but I'm just hanging around because I'm asleep. What else was I going to do? Exactly. Got you there, John. <laughs> yeah, got him. Next. Already is cute. <laughs> she is. She's always so helpful. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily share their point of view on the meaning of this endeavor, though. They consider this to be a great clash between good and evil. But I prefer to look at the coming battle as a matter of housekeeping. In the end, all loops must be tidied up. Even his. Okay, but what about your friends? Don't you care about them? Of course I do. I love all my friends. Uh, then why do you seem so... cheerful when so many of them get zapped by lasers? Do I seem cheerful about that? Kinda. I apologize if that's the way I'm behaving. It's not true, though. I think I look at death differently than most. And it is fair to say that this attitude extends to death after death as well. I've learned to be at ease with the cessation of being any form it takes. But I am not, nor will I ever be the monster's handmaid. So please believe that I would never take joy from the destruction of any soul. However, you must realize that it is only by the grace of the horror terrorists that so many have been allowed to continue existing for so long. They've persisted for ages beyond their time, just like he has. As such, it seems to be his rampage is just another kind of housekeeping. While he rounds the ring undoing work of the gods, we must prepare for his undoing as well, to ready the manor for the Lord's arrival, so to speak. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, maybe I spaced out there for some of that. I'm still not sure what you're talking about. Maybe you could just simplify for me. Are you a good guy or a bad guy? I don't like to think of myself in those terms, but I do try to be nice to people. And, okay, could I just maybe give me an idea of what it is you actually want out of all this? What I want? Hmm. That's a pretty good question. John just wants simplicity. That's... He just wants to know he's doing the right thing. Yeah, which, I mean, fair, but also... Fair, but that's not really how it works. Yeah. Uh, next. Ooh. Oh, she's scary. I think I mostly want to see what happens when this whole place breaks apart. Okay, uh, Radio, yeah, okay. sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Next. <laughs> John is like, uh... <laughs> It's like, oh no, I thought you were cool. I thought you were the cool one. <laughs> next. Oh my god, you're all insane. Next. Wait, sorry. Oh my god, you're all so insane. Yeah. I'm saying important. Yeah, next. Ooh. Yep. There goes John, running across the screen. Are you coming or what? Oh. Yes, please come. I was about to begin one final story before we reached the treasure. Oh, holy shit, another story, I'm there. Sorry, Radia, I'd love to keep chatting, but you heard the lady at story time again. Wow, Radia, you actually sent the guy running to hear a secret circuit story. That's a really impressive creep-out job, nice. Hmm. <laughs> I like... Wants... Go ahead. She just wants to be friends. She does. Uh, also, I love how, like, Solix definitely doesn't lisp anymore. But we can't stop. No, it de yeah, it's it is his one defining characteristic, like voice wise. Yeah. Uh, next. Also, it's just I don't know. I like doing that voice. I like doing that <laughs> voice too. Yeah. 
Thank you for joining us, John. Commodore Napetta and Real Admiral Fafari have both been clamoring for one last tale, and I am not one to disappoint. Meow. Clamoring. As in clams, text it. (laughs) 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 I don't know why text it got me. I, I I got it. It got me that you. It got you. <laughs> Text it. God. Okay, what's this one about? Ogre sex or salamander shipping or something? Nope. Although I would be happy to tell you about those topics another time. This is a story about two legendary rings. Oh, she can tell Lord of the Rings. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Wait, that's one ring. <laughs> That's that's just the one. Oh yeah, and it's kind of hard to communicate on audio, but Fafari and Nepeta, like when they talked, they were all just one line. Yeah, they're speaking at the same time now because they were together. Yeah, it's adorable. They're a very popular ship because of that. Yeah, that's fair. Fafari. <laughs> uh, I said next, right? Yeah. We just got that. 8-bit-ish John. <laughs> yep. Or he's been the... very confused. Well, it's 8-bit everybody, to be fair. Yeah. But he's in the foreground, and he's still looking very confused. Hmm. Uh, and we're seeing the two rings of, like, the, the two queens. Of John's session, to be to be specific. Yes. No, not those rings. The rings I'm talking about are less powerful and considerably more obscure. But for what they lack in power, they make up for in mystery. Details on the rings are quite hard to come by. I have pieced together what little I know from various fables and myths. They occasionally make appearances in stories, serving different purposes in each tale, always called by different names. But in this story, they'll be known as the Rings of Life and Void. Next. Huh. Those are the rings that uh, Roxy and Jane used to get married. (laughs) Aww. Aww. Um... Do you want to be the reader here? Because... Yeah, I'll... This is your thing? Uh, yes, no? Yeah. Okay. Although, uh, it, it is not as long as any of the other stories. Okay. But I'll, I'll read for... Still, I feel like I'm on your game when I do this. It's fine. Alright. The rings are said to look nearly identical, but their powers are quite different, as are their origins. The Ring of Void supposedly once belonged to the Black Queen of a Void Session, but one day was stolen from her by a thief, and then stolen again from the thief by a rogue. Legend would suggest it changed hands like this for a long time thereafter, until finally vanishing into the Void itself forever, which is fitting as the Ring grants wear the ability to do exactly the same. The Ring of Life is a very different story. I have found no reports of its origin in the Ring at all, like many magical artifacts. It may not even have one which is comprehensible. Early reports I've read would suggest it was first discovered by some travelers in a desert. And like its sister ring, it changed hand repeatedly since. The ring, however, has a dramatically different effect. Instead of getting the wearer to the security and immaterially, it does just the opposite. It is said that any ghost who wears this ring will come back to life. In some stories, the fate of each ring appears to be entangled with the other. When one is lost, the other is serendipitously found. A great example of this can be observed in the fable of... Wait a minute. So... Uh, does John have the Ring of Life? 
John has the ring of life, and Hussy was trying to give it to Vriska. God. Yup. To put her back in the story. God. Okay. Okay. That's stupid and amazing. <laughs> Both of and those that, things. That is Homestuck, basically. Yeah. Next. But I was just about to... Mindfang, I said shut up. Huh? Wait. Now wait just a goddamn minute. Hold on. Are you telling me? Are you seriously telling me that ring? <laughs> no. Just... No. Back it up for just a silk spinning minute. What's the matter? <laughs> oh, Griska. Next. is realizing what's what yep. going on. That fucking guy. <laughs> Next. We're cutting to... She's now mind controlling two Chronoses. Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Next. Man, she's making them run at each other. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Next. Slampora! Ugh! <laughs> 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 oh, next. Tavros! What, what? What did you do with that ring? What ring? Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, Tavros, buddy. <laughs> You're about to get it. Next. Also, the uh, Emporas, their shoes came off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tavros, buddy. Oh, God. Don't play dumb with me. That ring you had. You know, the same one the orange guy tried to give me. I still don't know about this orange guy you mentioned sometimes. You talk about orange guy, but in reality, he sounds probably fake. Like how he thought Rufio used to be until facts proved he wasn't. You actually think I'm making this up? Why would I make up a story about an orange guy? What kind of juvenile fuck-up do you take me for? The orange guy was real. He was surrounded by a bunch of stupid fucking horses, and he tried to give me a ring so I knocked him out cold. And then later, you found it. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Don't lie to me. You had the ring, and you and John were fighting over it behind your backs like a couple of idiots for a while. What, you think I didn't notice? Yes. No. I didn't think you did. Well, I did, and I didn't care because I think the ring did jack shit. But now that I know it does jack a whole fucking lot, I would like you to stop behaving like a disingenuous argumentative asshole and tell me where it is. I don't know where it is. It's gone. What do you mean it's gone? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. John Risk has is it. about to double kill him. Yeah, John's probably like, hey... Next. <laughs> oh, Fafarian. Yeah, but they're staring at, at each other. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. Then John had it. And I wanted it back, but he wanted it also, so 
we argued with our hands over it until he vanished. And I tried to find it on the ground because it was precious to me for a while. Why was it precious to you? Are you telling me you knew what it did? No, I didn't. I just had separate reasons from that for wanting it. Well, whatever lame reason you wanted that ring, forget it. It's obviously a much more important magical item than either of us gave it credit for. As soon as we get the treasure out of this cave, you're going to lead us back to wherever you lost it, and we're going to look for it. Is that understood, Poop Master Nitrum? No. Yes. I, I mean, yes, I comprehend the little meaning of your yelling, but no. What do you mean, no? That was an order. I think your mean spirit of angriness is making me remember to wonder why I keep wanting to help you and like you. And I think it's making me think I don't really care anymore about finding the ring or finding the treasure or help you do arguably evil things to ghost friends to get your objectives happen. Tavros, what exactly are you trying to say? I think the bottom line of that is I don't want to be your poop master anymore. So I'm not gonna be. Next. Mutiny! Oh no. Where do you think you're going? Get back here. You can't just fly away from me like that. Oh, but I can. You forgot about my secret weapon. Behold the self-esteem. Self-esteem's my ass. I said get back here. If you go out there alone, you're going to die, you pathetic piece of shit. I'll take my chances, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tavros jumped out of the eye in the skull. Yeah. Oh, by the way, <sighs> in case you're wondering, my I just recently realized this. My Tavros is just, uh, if you've ever watched Over the Garden Wall... I watched uh, it with you, Ashley. I, I know, I just was saying okay. to the, the <laughs> listener. Sure. I didn't forget that. All right. But like to the listener. Uh, yeah. Jason Funderburger. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah. R Frog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sarah. God. <laughs> Next. Fly, pupa, fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so clever. I reference what were once scorned for marks directed at me. <laughs> so sick, so sick. We can all hear you whispering from down here, shit for brains. Hey, Tevers, wait up. I think I'm coming with you. Oh, Sullock's <laughs> bad idea. Next. Uh, and also Tavros is flipping the double birds. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> what? No, Solix, wait. Nah, I'm, I'm pretty much had to. I can't believe I went along with this for as long as I did, so yeah. I'll be fucked two ways from Paradise before I let Tavros upstage me in the backbone department. Ready, sorry, I can't be a part of this anymore. It just makes me feel dirty. I understand, Solix. Let's catch up again later. Over when all this is over. Yeah. Oh, for fairy and Epido will be coming with me too. What? No, they fucking won't. Yeah, they will. They just told me. I didn't hear them say shit. They both gave me meaningful glances. Look at it to say, yeah, let's bounce. Hmm. 
You're blind. How could you see a meaningful glance? Instead of underestimating the prosthesis, the sensory impaired, why don't you bite me? No, they can't go. Commodore Napetta and Real Admiral Fafari are both critical members of my crew. This is mutiny. Riska, I am on your side here, but I feel I should point out that technically they both outrank you. Excuse me? No, they don't. Come on, I just gave them titles that sounded cool. How can you outrank a captain? By being a Commodore. A Commodore outranks a captain? Yeah, afraid so. Yes, and a Rear Admiral outranks a Commodore. No, but I thought a Rear Admiral was like some sort of joke rank. Who can take a Rear Admiral seriously? It might as well be a poop master. Uh, no, sir, it's actually a real thing. Goddamn, for a pirate, we really know fuck all about nautical junk. Pretty embarrassing, to be honest. Yeah, this stuff is all super interesting. Decay. Losers. Anyway, we're out. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Fafari and Nepeta fly up with Solix in their arbs. And he just, <sighs> the text just says, ladies. Amazing. Next. Well, if you try to uh, try to click on the back button. Okay, hang on. I have to wait for it to go through again. Whoop. Oh, it keeps moving. God. Uh, just keep going. Okay. God. <laughs> Turns into a Nick Cage face, and then he says boner. Good riddance, you backstabbing ingrates. I hope Lord English eats you all. Hey, Riska? What? Actually, you know that ring? What about it? I have it now. You do? Where? Let me see. No, I mean, not on me. I guess I wasn't wearing it when I fell asleep. It seems to have the power to come with me in and out of my dream as long as I'm wearing it. That's how I got in the first place. I had it on me when I woke up. You were wearing it? Why? And why were you playing keep away with it in the first place? I mean, aside from the obvious fact that messing with Tavros is its own hilarious reward. I don't know. I guess I liked it. I just wanted to hang on to it for some reason. I didn't know I'd wake up with it. This is perfect. This means that all you have to do is put it on next time you wake up, then come find me the next time you go to sleep. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, John. Next. John? (laughs) Maybe? I'll think about it. You'll think about it. Well, yeah, it sounds like an important item, so deciding what to do with it is kind of a big responsibility. It's supposed to bring ghosts back to life, but we don't know how it works. What if it only keeps you alive as long as you're wearing it? That means only one ghost could come back. Right. All the better reason to let me use it. But there are, there are a lot of ghosts. I'm just not sure what to do yet. Wait, you're not actually thinking of giving it to someone else, are you? That's my ring. The orange guy gave it to me. 
Yeah, well, frankly, I don't give a shit about the orange guy. The ring is mine for now, so I'm the only one who has to figure out what to do with it. Speaking of waking up, it's probably time I got going, too. I'm not trying to join the mutiny or something, but I do have friends waiting for me out there. John, wait. I hope we're not parting on bad terms here. You aren't holding all this treasure hunting shit against me like Tavros is, right? We're, we're still cool, right, John? Uh... <clears throat> if If you have to leave, I get that. But I really want us to stay friends. I always felt like we had a special bond, John. Like we're both always in the position of having to take charge as leaders, even if we never asked for that responsibility. And I don't want to pressure you into anything, but I would really appreciate it if you'd at least think about me next time you take a nap with that ring on. It's fine, we can stay friends. I don't really like to make enemies with people. Even if they're... Even if they're what? Uh... Next. It's got, I have to be honest, years ago when we first talked, it was a lot of fun to know you. I admit I thought about you a lot since then. I guess I never realized that Little actually understood you. During this crazy treasure quest, I tried to reserve judgment, like maybe I was just a troll thing I didn't get. Seeing how the other guys felt about it, I think it's more complicated than that. Obviously not all trolls are like you, and I know I'm not. Maybe this was all for a good cause, but it still felt like a pretty fucked up way to go about it. And all I'm saying is, I'm ready to go. I'm, I've seen enough, and I'll, I miss my friends. I'll think about what to do the ring, but honestly... Honestly what? Again, I'm just keeping it real. But if I'm really thinking hard about who I want to bring back to life, I don't know if my conscience can justify bringing back someone so... Dangerous. Oh, buddy. <sighs> Woof. Ooh, I'm sorry, Molly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Look at fucking Aradia in the background. Holy shit. <laughs> That's yeah. terrifying. She, she's loving it. Ba-da, ba-ba-ba. Fuck off. <laughs> did she really just do that shit? <laughs> I God. did. I did. Next. Fine. Don't give me the ring, then. Actually, you know what? Even if you change your mind someday, forget it. I don't even want it anymore. You don't? No. I've been dead this long. What's a little longer? Keep your ring. I don't want anyone's pity. So beat it, Egbert. Uh... Well? Huh? John, I thought you were leaving. Oh, right. I guess I'll just be... What are you, a fucking idiot? Don't go yet. What? What? Look, you made yourself perfectly clear. You think I'm a heartless monster and don't want to help me out. Whatever. But are you seriously going to check out of this dream like two minutes before you see what the treasure is? Holy crap, dude, where is your sense of curiosity? If I can manage to put up with you for a little longer, I think you could stand my morally bankrupt company long enough to find out what the thing is. Why am I the only person in Paradox Space who actually thinks? Oh, sure. I guess I'll go a little further and check out the treasure. <laughs> You're right. That'd be dumb not to. Good. <laughs> God. Yeah, John, we almost like... <laughs> yeah, John, you dummy. Next. Yeah, she, throw she was taking off her pirate stuff in the last one. 
Yeah, she was starting to take off her coat. Now she's fucking throwing it on the ground. Disrobe! Party's over, folks. The pirate playtime wiggler jamboree was fun while it lasted, but it's time to get serious. I do really love, like, Frisk going, like, no, like, a real animal is not a real thing. Like, me is like, not like a real <laughs> that's thing, That's like an dog. actual... Yeah, that's a, that's a position. And, like, as someone who's, like, all into pirates, you don't know shit about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Oh. Oh, wow. It's a fiery X. Yep. Treasure's down there. If my guess is right, it should be buried in one of his ancient memories... By now we've all been windbagged to hell and back by my dear ancestor, so I'll trust nobody's gonna mind indulging in one of my stories. There was a pretty good yarn about this treasure I read during one of our travels. Found it in some damn memory, who knows whose. It was a good read. Impeccable prose. Failing to do it justice would be the real matter of grey morality here if you ask me. But right now I ain't in the mood to figure out how not to make it fucking suck. So I'll just say this. It was supposedly a weapon that once belonged to him but he can never use it without altering its nature, meaning he could use it only once. So he did. After that, it could only be used again one more time, and only as a weapon against him. Knowing it was one of the keys to his defeat, he had locked it away deep in the void. That's it. Part one of my story, hold your applause. Guess we'll find out if that's true, or if it turns out all my despicable shit was in vain. Next. This is one of my favorite drawings of This Friska. is amazing. Not that it would even matter to some people. You know, they could say whatever they want about me. But somewhere out there is a shimmering new universe growing in a big ball of water. He's looking hells of majestic. Amphibious and resplendent. His glorious croak would bring you to your knees. The universe is going to give life to billions of trillions of zillions of cute little aliens. You wouldn't even believe how pretty and wonderful and happy all those aliens will be. It's making your lip tremble just thinking about them, and how worth saving they are. Wow. You could walk up to one of those aliens and put your hand on its innocent shoulder, and with a straight face you could say, Sorry to break it to you, but tomorrow a guy named Lord English is going to destroy your universe, and you're all going to die. And when that alien looks up at you with tears in its eyes, just before the first one rolls down its weird alien cheek, you lean in close to its absurd alien ear and whisper, Psych. That's because you know a long time ago, in an obscure pocket of reality the alien could never understand or give a shit about, some crazy girl sacrificed the lives of a bunch of ghosts in order to kill that guy forever. There were already a million sweeps past their prime, existing on borrowed time, luxuriating in a kind of bizarre metaphysical longevity few others will ever enjoy. Just a fresh batch of the bait the squid gods kept on ice for an insatiable fisherman because they were sick of being hunted themselves. Those ghosts were all that stood in the way of an end to this eternal holocaust, and sparing their souls ain't different in my view from personally committing atrocities on a cosmic fucking scale. I only ever wanted to do the right thing, no matter how it made people judge me, and I don't need a magic ring to do that. You don't have to be alive to make yourself relevant, and you don't have to be a good person to make yourself be a hero. So, you just have to know who you are, and stay true to that. So I'm going to keep fighting for people the only way I ever knew how. Next. Fucking yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, she fucking dives in. Yeah. By being me. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Get in there. Uh, and yeah, but uh, you don't have to be a good person to be a hero is one of my favorite Homestuck lines. It's a really good line. 
Next. And it, it really just sums up Vriska. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, we're back on the meteor. Yep. Rose looks pretty drunk in Cantown. And Cantown is really... <laughs> it's really grown. A lot bigger. Yeah. A lot of rivers, a lot of buildings. Uh, and Kanaya's looking over at Rose. Yeah. And the mayor's out there in the background. Mm-hmm. Next. And yeah, she's just a lot of ellipses for Kanaya. Yeah. Rose, you are willfully ignoring my trail of finish crumbs. Hmm. I set them quietly in sequence to convey one of your human pregnant pauses before speaking. <laughs> the pause was human expecting in the same sense that I am expecting an explanation for your present conduct. We were to meet the others on the roof by now. Can I was with the pregnancy shick. Shit. Are you trying to tell me something? Trying to toll. To tell you that we are here on the verge of reaching our destination, and here I find you doing. What are you doing exactly? My civic duty? I have been deputized by the mayor of the Assistant Chief Deputy of City Planning and. Preservation. What? Kenya, I'm really swamped in red tape here. Do you think you could please return when I'm not so busy, thanks? <sighs> Either that or file out a resignation form with the Zoning Bureau. You have been drinking your soporifics in excess again. Rose, this is terrible. No, what would be terrible would be to bid farewell to this meteor before my critical administration work is complete. No, but really, what are you doing here in the tiny simulated village? Are, are you... are you writing numbers on all of these nutrition cylinders? <laughs> God, I just love troll words for things. Yes, you have mentioned this. Nutrition cylinders. That's a good one. I forgot about that one. Maybe cylinders isn't stilted enough, though? What about tall circles? Tall circles? <laughs> tall circles. No, that sucks. Answer my question, please. Why are you numbering the tall cir- Cans? I'm documenting the original locations. So that when we relocate the city faithfully to our new home, wherever they may be. You want to relocate the city now? This is such a foolish use of your time. Next. Also, Kanaya just straight up said period, 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 period. Yep, yep. God. Also, She's so calls good. them finish crumbs. Finish crumbs. Fuck. Kanaya is so good. He's in next, right? Yep. So wasted, rolls eyes. Yeah. Okay, Rose. but you could not be further from the truth. The preservation of Canton has tremendous symbolic importance. We're all that's left of our respective races, Kanae. We are the light of civilization, and our 
responsibility to carry the torch through the abyss while keeping it lit and and <laughs> I set it upon the hearth of the nude world. I think the torch is not all you have managed to keep lit. It's light. Our light will spread through our creation, but only, Kayaka, only if we respect the light of civilization itself. If we respect the light of democracy. Uh, so many finished crumbs up in here. Civility, liberty, reason, fedification, civility. Eludication, silly, raisin. This is the virtues which embody the magnificence that is Cantown. You said some of those words two or three times, and most of them were not words. <laughs> I, I just got it. That's not all you managed to keep lit. That word was... Sick. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Rose. Stop. Stop, Rose, please. Next. I do not believe this. You promised me you would be ready for our arrival. I am ready. My god robe's on and everything. This is not ready. When I said ready, I believe your sobriety was more than implied as the operative criterion. <laughs> Canasta, you're so... wordy. Ugh, I have been as polite as I can be, but honestly your demeanor is not nearly as charming as you appear to believe when you have consumed a lot of that liquid. You have assured me that chronic and habitual exploitation of this substance is not a problem for your people, but at this point, I must conclude that you were just lying. Why? Why did you do this just before our arrival when you told me you wouldn't? Well, I wasn't going to. But I started to think of everything. Me and my mom. And I started getting nervous. But you can't help us like this. We need you. You're the smartest one on this meteor by quite a lot. Hey now, Kapaya, I'm flattered, but I think you might be selling the mayor shirt. What? This guy. Let me tell you. This guy is the best. Okay, that was literally the most inebriated thing you have ever said. God. Next. Oh. She loves the mayor. She loves the mayor. Everybody loves I, the mayor. I think I sent this image to you before you saw you read Homestuck. Uh, no, you sent one where Dave was flying with the mayor on his back or something. No, I'm, pr I'm pretty sure I told I showed you it this one. It was probably both. Yeah. Yeah. God. No, but Carcaea, mayor. I'm telling you, the fucking mayor. 
Whatever it. You are not actually suggesting this simple creature dressed in rags is your intellectual superior. And if I am? How would one even draw this conclusion? He does not speak. Oh, he has his ways of letting it thought be known. He has his ways. He does not have his ways. He likes cans and little pretend cities, and he is rather adorable. And that is pretty much all there is to say about the mayor. Please do not distract from important issues with talk of fake mayors. One, how dare you, can I? Two. <laughs> <laughs> what issues? I had a discussion with alcohol? Something else. I had sent over your tap tone on a mixed bag of delicate subjects. Let's talk about him. This is not a hypothetical exercise in your Earth psychiatrics. You made a promise to me, and you did not keep it. Yes, you are usually very smart, and we all need you, but more importantly, I need you. Don't you remember? You said you would help me resurrect my species. I still don't know how I'm going to acquire a new matriorp. How are we supposed to solve that problem when your think pan is addled so... Kamaya, you don't go easy on the shout poles. Told you to relax about the matriarch. Have some faith in us that we're going to make everything work out. I have a very good feeling it'll all be fine. That is not reassuring coming from you like this. I often can't tell, even at your most lucid, if you put too much trust in your searing abilities. But when you say such things while obscured by these toxins, you sound outright delusional. You stumble around this lab in such high spirits which makes it impossible to broach the subject from a standpoint of mutual agreement that your behavior is a problem. If I'm more happy, then why is it a problem? Ugh, you see? I'm not following. I like to. Wait a minute. Have I, have I been a bitch to you without realizing? Oh, no. No, not exactly. I have already explained. You have severely hobbled your intellect and efficacy. The objectives you prioritize have become ridiculous. You have just now decided to draw a map of a false metropolis. Others have suffered as well. Whatever happened to your concern for Terezi and Gamzee? Were all my lessons in auspiticism for nothing? I tried. I tried, Kakaka, but auspiticism, whatever. It's... It's actually really hard. I know it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. And my name is not Kakaka. Whoops. How's I? Kakaya. Kakulu. Kakailu. Papaya. Shit. It's so lovely. Why can't I say it? You cannot say it because you are human drunk. You're right. Our delinquency has been inexcusable. You help me finish induction and gather up the rest of these cans, we... Yikes. Yikes. 
next. <laughs> the Bullhorn Salamis and Memorial Library! <laughs> Can I kick the building down? Yeah. It was the Bubbles von Salamis Memorial Library. Yeah. Rose doesn't know that he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh. 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 Next. Are you gonna break up with me? Next. Kanaya looks very mad. Yes. As she should be. Yes. Next. No! Act 6, intermission 5, intermission 4. <sighs> Boy. Yeah, no, it's that rough. It is rough on the meteor right now. Yeah, it's no, it's everywhere right now. Nothing is good. Yeah, well, we, you know, we had that moment of like, okay, everything is like seems to be heading to the right direction, and and then everything went to shit again. Yeah, um, I, I, I do want to say very quickly that the drawing of Rose where she's asking Kana if they're gonna break up is super sad and also super cute. It's so depressing. It's real sad. Yeah, it's like... Oh, it, hon. She knows it, she's doing wrong, but she does not know how to stop. Yeah, it's... Like, and she... I, I feel like when she's asking, she's like, it's perfectly reasonable for you to break up with me. Yeah, like, if you did, I wouldn't be mad at you. I would get it. Like, I'd be sad, but... Yeah. I'd get it. Yeah. She's always so worried about her mom. Yeah. Yeah. I think she maybe has, like, a lot of weird feelings about her mom, because... Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, when her mom died, she had that whole thing of, like, I should have been looking for her. I should have... Right. I I should have been the one to find her. I should have saved her. But I was so busy doing bullshit. Like, I... Yeah. Or the fact that she wasn't even worried about her mom... Right, she wasn't worried about it, and she was busy doing other stuff when she should have been worried about her mom. Yeah, man, yeah, these kids have it pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Act 6, Intermission 5, Intermission 4. Yep, and now we're with Calvin again, and man, this is really just taking up. <laughs> He's got ten people. Uh, and Gamzee. And Lil' Sebastian. Yeah. And they're, like, on a, like, a lava planet. It's, like, a, it's, it's the, um, purple stripe planet. Yeah. But, yeah. God. I need more answers. Very quickly. I thought you'd given up on giving, getting answers from me. No. I just not have time. The bomb countdowns are getting so short. This is getting hard. It's not fair. I really don't see how it's any less fair than being allowed to solicit the omniscient narrator of your quest for answers. Nobody else who plays the game gets to do that. Why makes you so special? But you're the one who said I was special. I shouldn't have said that. I shut around all thinking you're special. I am special. I know. Less bullshit, 
More answers. I have collected more frogmen. What do they do? Frogmen? You're getting really esoteric with your head cannons now. My what? And what makes them so sure they're all men? Have you asked them? Fuck you and your ribald insinuations. My relationship with the frogmen is strictly professional. No, I mean, determine their sex. Do you even know how? I don't care. They're all men because I say they are, and I want them to be. If I believe hard enough in them being men, then that fact becomes absolutely indisputable as a permanent man reality. It does? Are you telling me that you have reason to believe that my entourage of a distinguished gentleman consists of anything other than boys? No. I mean, I don't know. I'm not there, so I can't sex them to be sure. You fucking pervert. That's not what sexing means, you little shit. I'd like to change the topic. Away from the lust you're feeling for my handsome frogmen, I have attained some stripe hats. Yellow stripe hat, blue stripe hat, red stripe hat. What do they do? Why do you always want me to spoil stuff for you? You can't, why can't you be at least be a little scientifically inquisitive and find out what you can do before yourself? Have you tried injuring Blue Stripe Hat yet? No. Why would that hurt him? He's my loyal minion. A bit one who is overweight and apparently useless. Anyway, I don't have time for science. Just tell me. Blue Hat randomly time travels somewhere if you injure him. Red Hat, Red Stripe Hat can also travel through time, but only using fire as a gateway. Yellow Stripe Hat is Taylor. A tailor? Yeah. You mean someone who sews stuff? Yeah, a damn good one, in fact. That's not a power. It's more like a fucking hobby, which has no value to me whatsoever. If you want to be a big shot time traveler, you're gonna need a good tailor. Everybody knows that. No. Makes no sense. What if someday you want to get some sweet new threads? Who'll maintain your wardrobe for you? Do you think you'd wear that t-shirt and those stupid suspenders all your life? I would never stop wearing my awesome suspenders. No one can make me. Not even my tailor. What do you say? You're wasting time again. Better hurry up and conquer this plant so you can find the eggs. What? Whoops. I'm in purple stripe hat. Forget I called him that. Oh, yes. I'm really looking forward to these next few guys. I have a feeling the farther I go, the more useful and exciting the frogmen are starting to be. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> God. <laughs> he's gonna find biscuits soon and he's gonna be so upset. Yeah, he's gonna find eggs and biscuits. Yep. I. Oh my god. I'll see you and Andrew just going, oh yeah, find eggs. Wait, no, don't. No, no, not eggs. Not eggs. Don't worry about that. And yeah, frogmen now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Really esoteric with your head cannons. God. Look at the head cannon. (laughs) (sighs) End of Act 6, Intermission 5, Intermission 4. Oh, we're more than halfway there. <laughs> oh, it's... It's Kurloth. I was going to call him Zardoz, but that's not it. No, Zardoz. 
I mean, he's got the purple. <laughs> right, yeah. Obviously what he was named after. Yeah. Uh, but he found Friska's jacket. Yeah. And he's just taking it and leaving. That jacket does look familiar. Yeah, a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. They make it like a like a little bigger, you know? Put some color in it. Yeah, just uh, open it up a little. Yeah. Also, I, I do love Cowborn going, no one will be able to make me take off my suspenders. Yeah. And like, well, yeah, true. True, true. <laughs> oh, then, yeah, if you click the back button on that. The back button's everywhere. And if you click on those. They honk. Yeah. Great. Uh, next. Oh, oh yeah, they're they're at uh, what looks to be the like um, they said it was gonna be one of Caliborn's memories. And this is the one like going to his denizen. Yeah. Psst. Or do you want to be Mina? Yeah, I'll, I'll be keep Mina. being John. Psst. Blue guy. Me? No, the other we need blue pajamas. Yes, you come here. <laughs> God. Next. This fit. I have a problem. What? Now, we both know that someday I'm going to be the one to swindle you out of that life ring. We do? Yeah. Shit is inevitable, and we all know it. Okay. I like Priceless Treasure. You got Priceless Treasure. My fucking hero title deal all but guarantees I'll steal it from you one day. And I'll come back to life so I can rip shit up in the real world and get all gold and make y'all my slaves and rule everything forever. I see. Just one problem, though. What's that? I don't know if I wanna. <laughs> Mina. I like. I'm feeling. What's the opposite of like hate? What's What's the opposite of like displeasure? Being <laughs> upset. God. Next. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess that settles that. No, but you don't understand. If I ganked your ring and put it on, came and not a ghost in it anymore, had to hit the road and conquer stuff, I'd miss my friends. Then, uh, don't. Nope, blue boy, you aren't listening. Can't even handle it, thinking about dishing my friends. They meant so much to me since I've been dead. You feel me, blue dweeb? Yeah, my friend means a lot to me, too. The circuit twins, they just... <laughs> Look at them. So disgustingly adorable together, all liking each other and being like, being like each other in junk. I don't think I could take it. I ain't ready to fade fair shell. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Next. She's so upset that she's being a good person. Yeah, and Mina's now crying and Arrhenius super jazzed about it. <laughs> and John is just like, oh boy, God, no. Stop. Get me he's, out of here. He's so tired of this dream. Arania's all like, learning to be unscrupulous, never thought the girl had it in her. Makes me so glub and plowed. Her stories blow whole, but I still love listening. Don't tell her I said so, but I like hearing her so happy like she's just so damn pleased to hear herself yak about some dumb shit. On the other flipper, I legit love Vriska's stories. They are punchy and hammy as fuck. Girl thinks she had in the movies or something. <laughs> we had our differences at first, but really, she's so badass. I wish my old pals could have been half the give no fucks boss she is. All I ever wanted for my posse was some boy I could, some I could thug it with. I mean, without being a psycho batshit skank, 
won't name names, you know who I mean. Uh, no. As for Softcore Megiddo, I, uh, yeah, mm, her, I could take her leave. I don't know, she's alright, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you feel about Arania, too. Yep. Yeah, she's okay. Take she's alright. <laughs> oh, John is very much does not want to be here. <laughs> Mina's trying to pull him in for a hug or something. Or, like, shaking him. Yeah. But the point is, Blue Chump, I'm happy now. More than I was on my moon, my sweet gold statues and shit. More than I think I'll be if I got alive again and have to go knocking over galaxies or whatever to make a bomb new fish queen empire. But it's killing me, blue schmuck. It's killing me to know you got that ring and no one will have to take it from you someday. Ugh, why? Why you have to swim in here and prevent me with this cod-awful dilemma? Why do you have to be so lame and chumpy and such an obvious mark? Your dork-ass face just screams, Wah, give me a fucking wedgie, take my ring. But I don't want to, I think I just gotta, because, I mean, come on, obviously it's mine. But why? Why, 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 why? Okay, jeez, I promise no matter what, I won't let you take out the ring. Hide it or something. Better yet, I'll just give it to someone else before you get the chance to steal it. How does that sound? Next. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's, like, crying God. into his chest and radius still, like, yeah. <laughs> Next. Will you guys hurry up? This is seriously some of the most half-assed treasure hunting I've ever seen. Hang on, I'm coming. <laughs> and they jump like, onto the light symbol. Like John, uh, and like it starts falling. Goes like all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and they fall, and there's a treasure box. Yeah. Next. Uh. The backs always do something, and I forgot, but now I'm just checking on all of them. Oh, now I gotta fucking wait for this one to go play again. Damn, that's about right. <laughs> God, give me a minute, it's still going. Back, back. Splits. Oh, God, it's just... Oh, God. Nick Cage boner. Yep. Boner. Next. So, the treasure's in that chest? Yeah. Are you gonna tell us more about it yet? Yes, that was going to be part two of my story. Which starts right now. This thing is some sort of juju. As I'm sure you know by now, jujus are magic items that can do all sorts of things. Bend to time and space, trap souls inside them, stuff like that. The more potent jujus tend to be pretty versatile. I doubt even he knew the full extent of its powers. He supposedly got this thing as a boon for slaying a very powerful denizen, as if the guy even needed any more sick endgame rewards. That's all I'm going to say for the moment, since I'm sure everyone is dying to see it by now. Only a complete asshole would make us wait any longer to get a look at this thing. Yeah, that'd be yep. awful. Next. And with Vriska's sassy flourish of dramatic irony, it suddenly became evident to anyone with a brain that we weren't going to see what that treasure is for hundreds, if not thousands of pages. Next. So why don't we stop wasting everyone's time and with the, shut the lid on the Slavin MacGuffin and be Viceroy Bubbles Von Salamancer? Be Viceroy Bubbles Von Salamancer.
You are now v Viceroy Bubbles Von Salamancer. Do a silly dance. God, yes! You kick the adventure off with a phenomenal start within the liveliest jig you've ever attempted. Your little legs could use a workout after being cooped up on the chip for three years. Wait, couldn't Casey have reached adulthood in that time frame? Or at least gotten someone bigger? He seemed to call from earlier somewhere that Salamanders have learned short lifespans and grow up quickly. Ah well, you decide to be gracefully discard that one and only plot hole in this elaborate tale. The fact you think you'll use a dark sorcery to make it poof disappear. Yeah. What problem? Uh, you're excited for this side quest to begin. It's going to be almost as delightful as the throw and as it is thorough and almost as thorough as it is relevant. I can't believe that Bubbles Vice Viceroy Bubbles von Salamancer just edited the plot. Yeah. He's gotten incredibly powerful over these three years. Yeah. I mean, he's been training. Yeah, you know, he he deserves it. Uh, retrieve arms from robe. Listen, <laughs> like, I know I'm supposed to be, like, upset that we don't see what's in there, but I'm psyched. No, yeah, no, Viper Bubbles won't sound actually pretty good. Yep. You retrieve your adorable amphibious arm from your rag of demons. And in doing so, you reveal them to be adorably grasping the dreaded crook of fealty. No young Salamancer should dabble in dark arts without one. You twirl the grin, crowd on the air, and begin to disturb ancient spirits from their slumbers. In spite of Necromancer's notoriously bonkers fakeness attribute, you begin to cast a spell. Ooh. Summon undead army. You beckon f a horrifying cadre of skeletal friends. They lurch from the mount to serve their dark master. You're so happy to see them, you start to blow some sinister friendship bubbles. Uh, you look at all these skeletons and think to yourself, this is probably gonna be really- There's probably gonna be really important later on, cause that's what happens in adventures. A thing happens, and you forget about the thing for a while, and then it turns out to be important down the road. Uh, like some heroes will be fighting a bad guy, and things will look pretty bleak for them, but then I don't know where this skeleton army will arrive, reinforcements or something, and it's turning the tide battle. They go, aha, so that's why that little salamander- some of those skeletons. Everything makes sense now, and in respect, it's elegant in its simplicity. Fuck you. Please don't interrupt. We are trying to enjoy an important subplot. Now where were we? Oh, look! One of the skeletons has stepped forward to introduce himself, but the skeleton doesn't have a name. You should give him one. What will you name the skeleton? Clashworth? Bone Bone? Captain Nibble? Uh, Fossil Beat Oldington Third. Mr. Ribs, Skelligan Malone. Bone Bone! Bone Bone! You declare this loyal phone to be Bone Bone! Bone Bone is most pleased with the gentlemanly appellation. Hang on, another skeleton approaches to receive the title. In fact, it looks like they all want names. You decide to name them all one by one. Fuck you. Just ignore her. She had her chance to be important, but turned the offer down. The rest of us are just trying to get on with our lives. Now, what will you name the next skeleton? Fuck you, 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 fuck you. Of course, eight. Yep. Did I only do seven? Is that what it is? No. No, it's fine. Shield young amphibious ears from profanity. <laughs> oh, we're back with Riska. <laughs> She's pissed. Oh, no. Oh, fuck no. 
We are going to look at what's in this chest right now. Do you hear me, you fuck? I didn't scrape and claw my way back to relevance for this shit. I am doing something fucking important. And when I do something fucking important, everybody damn well better pay attention to me. What? <laughs> you don't think I'm on to you by now? As if I can't sense when some sort of bullfuckery is afoot? You don't think I'm wise to your fucking games? Who's she talking to? <laughs> Go ahead. Try and fuck with us some more. Make me... Make my day, you piece of shit. Everyone here wants to know what's in this chest, so that's exactly what we're gonna see. There's probably some ideal way for me to reveal this thing to make it seem as cool as possible, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna dump it out on the floor right here, right now. <laughs> Next. And she dumps it out on the floor. There. Fucking there. Ta-da! Wow, will you look at that? It's the fucking treasure. Looks like some kind of human house-shaped thing. Holy shit, didn't see that coming. Now everyone hold your fucking horses while I artlessly explain some more shit about it. Woo, here it fucking goes. It's the Homestuck house. It's the Homestuck house. And it's blinking. And it looks like a cursor. Just do me a favor. Yeah? G like, hit the image, drag it. And drag it just over, like, anything. It's transparent. It's transparent. Hmm. Weird. Weird. I'm dragging it all over some, all kinds of shit. Next. After that guy used it the one time, it became totally intangible, so we can't touch it or pick it up. That's why we brought a radio along, so she can make it levitate or whatever. If we bring it near him, it's supposed to activate again or something. That's how you use it as a weapon, I guess. But that's all I know. There. You like that, you fuck? You like how I just took the fucking piss out of that cool, mysterious treasure? <laughs> Do you like getting owned? Because that's what you just got. Owned. So why don't you suck it? God, Briscoe. Suck it. <laughs> Next. It is interesting that, like, anyone who really has a, like, connection with Andrew Hussey, like, gets fourth wall awareness. Yeah. Suck. Next. <laughs> it. <laughs> and she fucking points at the thing on the ground. Yeah. Great. Uh, I love that it's intangible. Yes. And that's why it's transparent. Yeah. That's great. Next. <sighs> Everyone's just staring at her. <laughs> Vriska's very tired. Next. Uh... <laughs> Zoom back in on John. <laughs> Next. The. Eh. Mina. Next. Aronia. Um, next. Yep. Aradia. Hey. Raid still jazzed. Next. Okay, I'm not sure what that crazy outburst was about. I think I'll just let you... I think I'll just let that one go. You say this little house thing is intangible? Uh, yes. So, I can't touch it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what intangible means. 
What happens if I try? I don't know if I would do that if I were you. Next. I'm not too worried. It's just my dream hologram self for some nonsense. How many times is me stabbing with her fork? Not enough, Blue Stooge. Not enough by a nautical mile. I always wake up fine. It's not about you, John. This is a very powerful juju. You'd be messing with some forces we don't fully understand. Sounds like a dare to me. Oh my god. Alright, whatever. I'll be fucked if suddenly I'm going to be the lone voice of prudence and sound judgment in our badass pirate club. If you really want to plunge your fist through some sort of hole in reality, then be my guest. Next. And there's the hands. Boom, baby. (laughs) Yep. Is that his cape in the background, too? No, it's like opening another portal, I think. Okay. Next. Poke. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) He poked her (laughs) horn. Next. Pulls it back out. Yep. Next. Goes for it again. Next. And yeah, if you you, uh, drag that, it's all transparent. That's fucking rad. His hand's like reaching forward. Next. And it goes through, and yeah, it's still all transparent. Yeah. Cool. Next. And the hand appears out of a portal. Next. Uh, Huh. Next. Next to... Uh Where it says Homestuck. (laughs) Next. Oh, there's some black ooze. Some black ooze on it. Yep. Next. And now we're seeing every instance of where the hand shows up. Every page, huh? And so, here's the thing. Those hands were not in the comic when the comic was being made. Oh, okay. They got added on this update. That's amazing. And so people would go back and find all of them, and this was kind of the way people could find them. Yeah. It was by comparing these pages. Yes. Next. And here's more. Yep. In the intermission. The, the one in the four. during uh, Hard Rock. <laughs> during the... Uh, how can I live without you? Musical sequence. Oh God! Right. God. I mean, that happened. Yeah, it so. happened. Next. Yeah. It's all throughout the. Man, that's wild. God, in the video game Dave was playing. Yeah, that's a good one. Next. We pointed out a lot of them, but I think we missed definitely some of them. Yeah, we definitely missed some, but I think we did get a lot. Uh, like, a lot. I like the one that's, like, you know, with all the seagulls. Let me see. Where's that? Oh, yeah. That's tricky. Yeah. Or the one with, uh, and all the torso flail. Yeah. I think we missed the one where Roxy and Calliope are talking. Or I might have called that one. I cannot remember. I think I might have gotten that one. Yeah. I don't know. Next. 
John's going all fuzzy. Yeah. Whoa. This is making me feel... I'm just going to actually do this straight, because then yeah, I can Yeah, just add, add something later. Whoa. This is making me feel weird. John, will you get your hand out of there? You're vaguely fucking shit up in some totally ambiguous way. <laughs> God. Next. Ah! John! He disappears. And he's gone. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Mina threw her spears. Damn it. (laughs) What a page! (laughs) Holy shit. Friska's like reaching out her hand for John and... Like, just out of the... Like, out of nowhere. (laughs) So good. What a fucking panel. (laughs) Oh, my God. Act 6, intermission 5, intermission (laughs) 5. I hate puppet people. I hate puppet people. I hate puppet people. I hate puppet people. Puppet people? Puppet people. You're just calling them different things every time to bug me. They are puppet people. Why are they puppet people? I thought frogmen were going to be your preferred headcanon. Because they are like big alive puppets. How so? Their skin is so soft. Soft? What do you mean? Soft as in smooth to the touch? Like a baby's behind? No. More like fuzzy. And squishy. What? Like plush. You know. Like a goddamn puppet. Hold on. Are you telling me these fuckers are literally made of felt? What felt? It's the fabric they put on pool tables. Kind of soft and fuzzy. Oh, then yes. Exactly like that. Oh, that's weird. I guess you learn something new every day. Speaking of which, I suppose you'll want me to tell you what these two frog puppets can do. No. No? The abilities of the purple stripe hat and orange stripe hat are as plainly self-evident as they are idiotic. Patience. In time you'll learn to grow them and love them as their two very special sons. No way. Yeah, you will. I can tell you kind of like them already, but you're just pretending you don't to be cool. Like you always do in members with members of your dark carnival. I notice you actually aren't trying very hard to escape from the crowd there. Looks like you're kind of enjoying the time in the puppet mosh pit, frankly. Screw you. I'm going to tell you their powers anyway. No. Purple Straight Hat has the egg timer juju, which makes his time travel to whenever it rings. But he's too stupid to use time travel sensibly, so he ends up making way too many copies of himself. Orange Stripe Hat has a magic oven, which can hide inside. And that's it. It serves no purpose other than that. Also, he's just as dumb as eggs. I mean, Purple Straight Hat, forget I called him that again. Pretend I didn't call the other guy Biscuits. You didn't call anyone biscuits. I didn't. Oh. Damn. I pretend I didn't say that either. 
I don't care. I don't want to hear any of this. All of that was obvious. I've grown weary of your excessive divulgences. Yeah, my divulgences have been too popular lately. Can't seem to catch a break. A what? A break. What's a break? Nothing. Just something old flame used to say. Well, not just as much old flame as someone who casually spurned my extraordinarily inappropriate advances one time. She really blew it, though. She could have had in the star again. If only she said yes. Things are pretty passive-aggressive between us now. Women, am I right? No, don't do this. I don't want us to bond over your female problems. Stop trying to be bros with me. You know how it is. Sometimes a guy just wants to take a look at what an adorable salamander is up to and scrutinize that situation carefully. Like, really see what's going on with that, you know? Uh, is that so wrong? So what if I want to watch a young salamander spend several hours naming skeletons? It's my right to do that. I should be able to watch Bubbles name a million fucking skeletons if I want. I should be able to do that with a spiteful attention hawk stealing back the spotlight while she does something important. Who cares about important stuff? Important stuff's overrated, man. I stopped listening. I don't even know what you're saying because I'm not even reading it anymore. You can go ahead and babble all you want about meaningless trash. I've totally checked out of the conversation. So bye. I wonder what Spade Slick is doing right now. <laughs> what is Spade Slick doing right now? Yeah, that's a good question. End of Act 6, Intermission 5, Intermission 5. You are now Spade Slick. <laughs> God! <laughs> appears that you'll be the focus of this exciting new subplot. That is, if anyone's okay with that. You're not sure if that's allowed. Is that allowed, you wonder? Is anyone going to throw a tantrum and make us look at something else? Leave me alone, you fucking creep. Good news, spades. It looks like the subplot checks out. You have the green light whenever you're ready. Gaze over balcony at horizon. <laughs> Andrew Hussey being fucking passive aggressive with his- Also, he's dead right there. Yeah. God. Huh. Wow. So out there it has all the act things. Yep. Including the text between the act things. Yep. Where it said, like, end of year one or something. Wow. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, hussy. <laughs> there was some commotion up here earlier. That guy flipped your bed over the balcony and you fell in the water like a thousand feet below. You had to climb all the way back up, sopping wet. You think he said something about English? You don't see a sign of the rival mob boss, though. You have to investigate. You might not have much time to find him, though. The sun is setting on the horizon. What's all those things floating over the water? You can't possibly make them out, even with your awesome cyber guide, which could probably make him see better. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't actually know anything about cybernetics, to tell you the truth. I just gave you a red eye because I thought it looked cool. God. <laughs> Inspect green torso. Looks like this asshole in the white wig is dead. Yeah, that's the same asshole who nursed you back to health even though he didn't have to, and even though he's kind of promised he wouldn't do stuff like that by the way of some vague pledge involving a yellow ruler. But he saved your life, anyway, because his heart was just that big. You're welcome. You were listening to that because you don't care. God. Take wand. Yeah, Andros has been a much more... Uh... 
bigger part of this than he <laughs> said yeah. he would. Yeah. I think we all knew that. Oh, of course. You ain't gotta take the wall because obviously magic is fake. Come on, what sort of buffoon wields that sort of. Will that under any circumstance? You will ever take the horns. You'll make a nice trophy. You always thought taking trophies from the guys you killed was a cool idea? Or at least from guys you wish you killed, which you happen to find dead. Oh boy. Uh, investigate. Because Jack Noir did the same thing. Yeah. This appears to be the murder weapon. Looks like English with the trigger man. Then just the weapon by the body for some reason? You had never seen the guy, but you heard he carries a big, overpowered machine, gold machine gun. You're pretty garish in your view. The man has no subtlety whatsoever. You and he sure have different styles when it comes to running an organized crime outfit. He honestly think he might be some sort of huge man-child. And I honestly think you might be right. <laughs> uh, equip. You take the golden cue staff. Holy crap, this thing is huge. Good thing you have a huge robot arm now. Weapon weighs uh, several hundred pounds, but it's a uh, hulk like him, it's light as a feather. If it's a cyborg like you, it's a slightly heavier feather. Okay, so it turns into like the king's staff, but with a green sun on it. Which I yeah. guess is the pool cue anyway, that yes. he's had before. Search for English. Man, how's we own weapon against him when you're... Even? Hey, who goes there? Of course, cute little dame who tended to you while you were a veteran. Her soup was so delicious. Well, what are those dumb horns doing on your head? I don't belong there. You toss on the ground and stomp them nonchalantly. She's shaking like a leaf. She must be terrified. You are sure there's nothing to be afraid of anymore. Everyone's gonna be okay. The asshole in the white wig is dead. <laughs> Interrogate Miss Paint. M maybe not the nicest thing to say. Like, yeah, oh no, no, don't worry. That that awful guy's gone now. That creep was dead. They were in a loving relationship. Thank you. Now that you settled her nerves down, you you actually haven't. Uh, what you haven't actually, you ask her where the guy who did this went. She says she doesn't know. She's been hiding since she smacked her across the face with his cane. You say he did what? Why I oughta? She says she thinks he's probably gone now. You say oh. Any idea which way it went? She says no. You say hmm. Any idea that? Any idea what she might be doing later? She asks, what do you mean? You say any dinner plans or? It's slick! What exactly are your intentions toward Miss Paint? You could at least wait for my blood to dry before making your move. I know you probably had the cybernetic eye on her. Yes, the same eye that's probably just a useless piece of red glass over like a pearly, healthy eye. Yeah, that one. Ah, fuck it. Who am I to stand between you two? You obviously make an adorable couple. You, why should I let the rotten luck with my ladies rain on your parade? That's it. I'm calling it. I'm declaring your ship to be officially canon. Now, don't fuck this up, Slick. God. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Inquire about personals. Personal, she says? Yeah, you say. Your personal items. Why, well, she wonders. You know all the shit you had on before the guy turned you into a damn robot? Like your hat and stuff? Oh, yeah, she knows exactly where that is. Follow. He's got it. Also, Andrew has got a horse, a kind of terrifying horse statue. Yeah, it's a horse with like three heads. Yeah. She says this way, please try to be quiet in case the green beast is still nearby. Oh, she's leading him by the hand. It's weirdly adorable. It is. 
Uh, Miss Paint, retrieve personals. She leads the one to mention several dozen pantries and retrieves your back with stuff. You go, she says. Arthur's still here. Arthur. Arthur, still alive. Yeah. Uh, inspect personals. Your hat's a little worse to wear, but she took it to the tailor to have it repaired. Tailor. What tailor, you say? The one that appears when you pull the pin from the little doll. She said she put the pin back, though, because the man was rather grouchy and unpleasant. Wait a minute. Of course, the doll! Oh. Yeah, the doll. Also, those playing cards are stuff you can get. Nice. Or a bunch a of Scotty sc- dogs and a switchblade. Yeah, it, it was part of the Kickstarter rewards, and I think at some point they sold them on the We Love Fine store. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, take doll. You knew you decided to hang on this thing for a reason. Uh, pull pins. English has no idea what he's in for. You can't wait to see the look on his face, even though the look on his face is always pretty much the same, since he's a skull monster. Ah, uh, yeah, I better leave the black one in, though. Pulling that could have some really weird consequences. Yeah. Because she's a universe, uh-huh. and that was the troll universe. You can't and just she... put that back into play. Yeah, that's... Because that also created the green sun. Yeah. That's... Maybe just put that... Just keep that in. Just keep that one in there. Yeah, uh, command minions. You tell all these mugs to listen up. The gang is now under new management. So a mob of puppet people look at you and up and down. Glance at your key stuff and shrug. Yeah, you, you're your new boss, they appear to tacitly confirm. Miss Paint, you say? There's a vacancy in the gang's eight spot. You got anything more suitable to wear? She claps her hands and says, oh yes, she'll be have the dress just for the occasion. She says BRB. Oh my god. <laughs> Consult with brains of operation. Spade killed all of these people, and then is like, yep, now I'm in charge. <laughs> Miss Paint has the three in the morning dress. It's so good. God. You say, hey, you, wise guy in the moon hat. What's your name again? Some weapon shape? Like a seven? Boomerang! Now that wasn't it. Your memory's failing you. Might as well take one blow to the head too many when that universe exploded. Hey, why did that universe explode again? Can't recall for life, you. Crowbar. What? Crowbar's his name. The guy says, oh yeah, that's right. Now I remember. You used a crowbar a while ago to smash the price of the clock to pieces. You have a crowbar. You have a crowbar, he says. No, you lost track of it. Any idea where it is? No clue, he says. Damn, he says. You ask them how they can get out of here, go somewhere to group and make some plans, have some schemes, maybe draw a map or two, preferably in a hideout. He says it can lead you back to the one of the gang's old hideouts. You say, after you then. He says, hey, yeah? What happened to the old boss, he wonders. Is he dead or something? You say, none of your damn business. Now get moving. Crowbar, lead gang back to hideout. This is very silly. It's very silly. <clears throat> Three here, Crowbar says. Hey, what's this thing, Clover asks? Nothing, you say. You think the idiots who used to live here were doing some sort of science experiment? Pretty much, Miss Paint says. Don't touch it, you say. Could be a death trap. Clover puts his hand away. He looks worried. Die asks if he can have the doll back. You say, of course not. Shut up. He looks crestfallen. <laughs> uh, Spade's like, go through fifth wall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. They're in... Uh, Doc Scratch's apartment, which has a giant cue ball on the top of it. 
And they're in the sun. Yup. God damn, it's hot in here. AC must be working or something. Exit this weird little girl's room. Oh, yeah, this was a handmaid's room. Yep. No. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You leave tomorrow's room and greet Caesar Stab Room. What is even going on here? Crowbar, what the hell are you leading us, you ask? He says it's the doctoral department. Hey, Posh Diggs. Primal location, too. It was before the universe exploded. Why are there giant holes in the walls? Which. You can see abundance of blinding green plasma you acquire. He says because the apartment is now flung somewhere inside a huge sun. Sun, you say? Well, shit. No wonder it's so hot you cook breakfast on a cranial, on your cranial plates. High now in the midst of big green sun it doesn't sound like a real tangible predicament. Does it, Crowbar? No, boss. He supposes it doesn't. Sounds like it's actually kind of a shitty predicament. Doesn't, Crowbar? Yes, boss. He supposes it does. A predicament defying any sense of reason, safety, physical comfort, and most laws of science, probably. He wouldn't know much about that. You have to ask a scientist. Got sassy mouth on you, Crowbar, you say to Crowbar. Real sassy mouth. He says, if you don't want to stay, that's fine. There are contingencies in place. Contingency, you say? He says, duck suit. We'd had an emergency exit where the gang would be whenever things got too hot to handle. Circumstances, he says, which never once presented themselves until now. In the most literal way possible. Yeah. Yeah, you say. Because of the sun. Yeah, he says. Because of the sun. We're waiting for Crowbar. Keep leading the way. God. <laughs> crowbar. Keep leading the way. Well, let me say, you're not sure about this Crowbar leading you the way business. Who's the leader here? The smart mouth of you. He says you, of course, but you don't know where the exit is. You say... But you don't know where the exit is. You say bullshit. You've been here before. You know this place like the back of your hand. You show me your hand, which is... Now mostly unfamiliar to you because it's made of metal. You put your hand out quickly because that didn't serve your radical purpose at all. He says, if you insist, the exit is in that room with the clock in it. Uh, do you remember where it is? You say, what, do you look like a moron? Of course you remember. Then after you, he says. After you. It's obviously down here. Through one of these doors. Watch and learn, buddy. Open door. <laughs> <laughs> So it's with the wolf, the wolf head. head behind it. Uh. That was not the right door. Never mind. Also, the panels have gotten, like, very rectangular. Yeah. To match the look of probably the... When Andrew Hussey was going through it. Okay, yeah. Just take us to the exit, Crowbar. He says, yeah, sure. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> You lead the mob through a few of those weird skinny panels. Some of these guys get distracted <laughs> over there at the lounge. <laughs> Just a quick match with a table stick ball. A fun game made up based on their hats. You tell them quick playing pool and get over here. They start laughing their asses off the noob who doesn't know a game with table stick ball when he sees one. God. <laughs> Crowbar, show slick exit. I don't know what's better, if these guys made pool or if they think they made pool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think they made pool is the better one. <laughs> uh, so this is it, huh, you say? Yeah, it keeps the X in the room with a clock anyway. 
Crowbar says the exit in the room with the clock because the exit is the clock. You say you see. You have the clock up and down. Doesn't look like the same as you remember. It's a lot fancier when you master the crowbar. You mean the crowbar. All purple and gold and ticking. As if decided to fade someone you don't know or care about. Someone who doesn't understand the golden opportunity when she sees it. Ugh. Someone whose behavior may have been controversial and whose sentence apparently had to be arbitrated by a magic timepiece. Just as well you smashed it. That way nobody could outsource their judgment to the verdict of a super clock. Yes, you definitely thought that right now. Wait. What happened to the pendulum? The ball thing, you mean. Corvar says it broke. Easy. Alright. Anyway, nothing matters now. How are you supposed to exit through this thing? Guess he just has to open it? Yeah, he says. Now you say... How you say? He says, oh, you know, gotta pry it open. It's only had a tool with which to pry. If I have a tool with intolerance for prying ability, which also happens to be its sole purpose, you have to know where such a tool might be, would you, he asks. No, he supposes not. There would be such a tool where such a tool might... Uh, there he goes again with that smart mouth. Nothing but sass from this guy. You had to miss the old right-hand man. At least when he got sick of your shit, you could just turn around and light a... He would just turn around and light a cigarette. <laughs> punch clock. Hell yeah. Let's get back to what really matters. Clock punching. There. Crowbar schmobar. How the hell are you going to squeeze in this... All the big loots of that skinny-ass door. Wait. You might have an idea. Wasn't there a guy with an oven? Where's that guy with the oven? Hey, oven, you go over here. Crowbar whispered the name exactly, Biscuit. You don't give a fuck. Biscuit seems to understand he's being summoned and walls over. Yep, here's his magic oven. Now, wow, what a dumb juju. Should come in handy for once, though. Everybody in. Hell yeah. God. Every the oven, let's go, let's go, move on, Iggy, Slowpoke, what's his face, yes, you too, Miss Paint, Clover, Shark Guy, Top Hat, get in there, Crowbar, mouth off all I want to do it, uh, Stitch Face, Fatty Fireman, uh, the Centaur Butler, yeah, what the hell, come on in, it was the same mascot or something, plus his milk is fucking great, Biscuits, other biscuits, big guy, bigger guy, that should do it, <laughs> other biscuits, God, <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> Oh, big guy and bigger guy, also amazing. <laughs> uh, take oven. You pick up the 13 stars card. What? Cards didn't go up to 13. Stars aren't real suit either. You guys are a bunch of whack jobs. Whatever, you're just sitting in the deck. Time to go! Wait, before you go... <laughs> Perfect! <laughs> <laughs> he sets it on fire. It's, it's the middle of a sun. sun. It's in the sun, and he sets the apartment on fire. Uh, Spade Slick is amazing. <laughs> He's the best. Exit. Hops on in. Next. What the shit? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's well, the... the it's, I don't know, is this what they call a server in this fucking thing? Yeah. It's the, it's the felt well, it's, server. It's what we thought was the felt server, but it's a yeah. door. And it said it was going to release Lord English, and so I guess when he turned into Lord English, he just went through it. Yeah. Next. This was their secret escape hatch? You see, it's also clear now. Within get too out to handle, 
Dawkins is possibly ducking the clock into this idiot wagon for a little spin through Infantile Oblivion with some giant octopus things. Thanks for the tip, Crowbar! Thank you so f very fucking much. Next. Hang on a minute. What's that? It's Skya. Next. Is that... Could it really be? Next. You don't need a fancy robotic eye to tell you what that is. You know exactly what that is. Next. It's the fucking jackpot. He's got a rocket butt. Rocket butt. Ha, uh, next. And we now see that Spade Slick is now on the outer rim. God. Of the, ki of the Alpha Kid session. Next. I think you can see where this is going. Everybody's about to meet up. Man. Yep. God. Yeah, next. And we're back with John, and he's still oh, he's, fuzzy. He's blinking out of existence or some shit. Yeah. Next. Touch fuzzy, get wuzzy. <laughs> oh. That oh, there he goes. And that he's in the real world now. Like he's Yep. Next. Oh man, fuck. I Wait, what? We're on Earth. Earth? Like the Exiles Earth from the Beta Kid session. Next. Is that an arm in the background? Way in the fucking background? On top of that building? I don't think it's an arm. Maybe it's something. Next. Unless it's a John. Yeah. It's just John. <laughs> Next. There he is. Next. He's looking oh my God. at the... We're looking at the events of WV Ascend. Holy shit. I, Next. That's all I can say about it. it is yeah, holy shit. John is maybe not understanding what's going on. No. Why would he? Next. Zap. Oh, there he goes. Next. Now we're at... When John, John was going through Lilwas. Yeah. Very early on. Yeah. Next. John shows up. Like, Next. current John. Yeah. Next. He sees himself. Yeah. Next. John is maybe now getting it and also is weirded out. Yeah, when does he stop? Because he's not, like, doing it. Like, he's not no. controlling it. He's just being teleported through time. And space. Yeah. Because this is, like, in a different universe. Right. But as John looks over his shoulder, like, the John from the past looks over. John yeah. Spears. Next. Yep, there he goes. Zapping out. Next. Boom! First guy losing her eye and arm. Yeah. And John is showing up. Yeah. Next. Yeah, because there's her arm and <laughs> he's just looking down like, uh-oh. Next. 
John has been thoroughly unimpressed with all these scenes. Now he's grossed out. He's like, oh. Yeah, oof, maybe, yikes. Maybe feel oh. a little awkward. Yep. Next. He fuzzes out. Next. What's that? Next. Oh boy. God. <laughs> where, where Jake and Dirk were... Jake and Dirk's head were kissing. And he's over on the other side of the volcano. Next. Yep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Snog, snog, snog. <laughs> Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yep. Next. Zap. And he's out. Next. Oh. Oh. Porum? No, this is No, alternate Kanaya. Yeah, this is like ans no, this is like ancestor Porum. Gotcha. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Sean shows up. Next. Oh, God. She hisses at him. Next. Oof. He's, like, blown back by it. Yeah. Next. Zap. And he's gone. Next. God. Dave fighting the Juggalos. Yep. Next. <laughs> Just appears in the middle of it. Next. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. As uh, as Shaggy Two Dope's head goes flying. God. Next. He's out. Next. No, oh, it's a. Uh... When they were watching Con Air. Yep. Next. But he's not appearing there. He's appearing in the scene in Con Air. Next. <laughs> <laughs> like the way they shaded it to make it look like John was there. This is perfect. <laughs> like, no, yeah, John got to be in Con Air. Oh my god, next. <laughs> he's crying. I like Next. to think that at some point John rediscovered his love of Con Air. I hope so. It'd be really sad. Next. That's it. Act 6, Intermission 5, Intermission 6. Okay. Uh, I'll take over Caliborn, just because he's going to okay. talk. Sure. I, I did it. I conquered the maroon strife planet. Strife planet. Thus unlocking the final and most powerful dill goblin of all. Wow, he's so perfect and huge and strong. I love him being strong. Finally, the ideal minion with the type of power I admire the most. Which is being a huge, strong guy with enormous, powerful muscles. Yes. Oh, yeah. I also got green stripe hat. He's good, too. Is that he's also large and relatively strong and mean. He flipped a coin, too, I think. Which is also cool. Oh, and I don't tell me. Oh, don't tell me what they do. All I care about is that they're big and strong. Do not spoil the moment of triumph with me with your human monkey earth business. What? Nothing to say? Next. No, oh, and he is apparently 
teamed up with his version of uh, Jack Noir. Yeah. Yes, this is good. We're finally learning who's boss, and soon everyone else will too. Now to conquer the Black Planet. It one a different thing. It's one of the different things from the others. My stories tell me, by which I mean, the clown tells me, the planet has been claimed by the Black Queen herself. I don't need to overthrow her to win. I thought that the stroke of brilliant cleverness my brain devised an idea. I never recruited Zack Noir to help set our mutual score. Really gained Jack to do varying things for me. Always took me as such a good plan. So I might as well just do it again. Do it always. Rather than always thinking of new stuff. Which is hard to do. He... He would make a good friend. If the concept of friendship wasn't horrid and meaningless to me. Therefore, I will think of a way to dispose of him once his usefulness is over. Pass forward to leave. Strain no... Or I was wandering around. Don't tell him I said any of this. My trust to him, I mean... I is meant to be a surprise. <laughs> uh, hello? Where the fuck did you go? Are you going to tell me what you think of my great plan or deride me in some fashion for my juvenile conduct and poor critical thinking skills? Well, you unspeakable putrid and fatidious blabbermouth. I demand that you talk to me. Okay, I see how it is. You've decided you will no longer allow me to browbeat you and to helping me through sheer force of pestilence. That may surprise you, though. I'm just capable of respecting that. That's no intention about it. I don't need you anymore. I don't need anyone! This is after he's killed. Possibly, but also... Yeah. Andressi said, like, when they first met, like, oh, yeah, you'll kill me at some point. Yeah. Next. Booyah! He spikes <laughs> down little cow top, and in the There's background... John. Next. They just look at each other. Yep. I mean, it's nah. it's mm-hmm. finally a think point where the main character and the main bad guy finally see each other. Yep. Next. Intense stare down. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Josh is like, uh, uh. <laughs> Next. Intense stare down. Next. Intense stare down. Next. Intense stare down. Next. Intense stare down. Next. Oh, we're seeing it through John's legs. Next. I've seen it through Calvin's legs. Next. And oh, can't hit some. Uh, can't hit some outside of them. <laughs> outside of the timeline. Outside the panel. Next. John's just flying. John's my cursor now. Oh yeah, John's your cursor now. God. Uh, end of Act 6, Intermission 5, Intermission 6. That. Next. What? Next. He's back on uh, Lomax. Yep. He's just going down. Floats down to the Stonehenge. He's not teleporting yet. Yeah. Next. Does this mean... Wait, sorry. Does this mean... Next. We're here? Next. Hello? Is anyone there? Next. 
Jade. Nana. Next. Jaspers. Dave Sprite. Next. He still puts two different words. Yep. Regular Dave? (laughs) Next. Where is everyone? Next. This sucks. It does suck. Yeah. Next. Uh. Next. Sigh. <laughs> Next. Found a little Stonehenge. Next. You chance upon the slab of the jaded fool's ennui. You don't know the slab's called that, but that's what the slab's called. Looks like a good spot to decompress after your strange old deal through cannon space. God. Next. Oh. So the meteor is heading the other way, so the... We now currently have three different Jack Noirs heading towards the center and Dirk. And PM. And PM. Next. That's the meteor. And they're looking at Lomac. Next. Rose again, little support. Next. I'll be a car cat. Okay. So, has anyone figured out how we're actually going to stop this meteor? Or was three years not enough time to solve that problem? No, we haven't. Oh my god, we're still traveling at the speed of light, are we? Oh, we seem to be picking up steam. I don't think that's possible, dude. In fact, I'm not sure we're ever traveling at light speed. I think maybe it's been some kind of bogus science in circulation that we've been chumped into getting behind. What? I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. We came all this way, and we're all gonna die. Next. Seriously, put on some pants. Yeah. I don't believe this. How could we not have thought this through better? I like the... It's like the reckoning V20 or 3.0... Or, wait, maybe 4.0 or if coming the before I said... Ah, fuck it. Uh, fuck this sentence, I'm saying. How could it all boil down to yet another meteor hurtling towards Skya, sort of the harbinger of her imminent demise? So this time we're riding the fucking harbinger, which is ironic when you think about it. We we're brought to this life riding a meteor. Makes sense that's how we're all going to go out. <laughs> Man, pull it together. This thing has to have some escape pods or something. Where? I never saw any. Maybe they were being score- stored in the hypergravity chamber. We have a hypergravity chamber. <gasps> Burr. Or I guess we could just sort of pop up and, like, fly away. Why, you abhorrent column of smarmy filth. You always didn't know what to rub salt in the wounds. What about those who can't fly? You know, I can't fly, and you know it's a sore subject with me. I swear to God, this meteor needs one of those baby-on-board things in the back, but like a grub instead of a baby for max fidelity to the gag because trolls. I know you can't fly, dude. Obviously, I would just carry you or something. I'd rather fucking die. Don't worry, guys. I have a feeling everything's gonna work out. Rose, shut the fuck up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Next. Dude, did you just bark? What? I No, I didn't bark. I thought that was you. Why would I bark? Why? Well, why the fuck would I bark? Because you're having a mental breakdown. Why don't you have a mental go fuck yourself? Or, or wait, then use your... Then use your alleged time powers to make a copy of yourself and turn this audition fantasy into a sensual reality. Nah. There it is again. The bark happened again. It wasn't me. Who the fuck is barking? Can I, you bark? You fucking with us, Mariam? <laughs> Do I say, was it you? <sighs> what is it? What are you looking at? Maybe the mayor barked. Mayor, was that you? <laughs> I bet it was. God, I love the mayor. He's so full of surprises. <laughs> Guys. Next. God, I love the mayor. He's so full of surprises. Yup. There's Jade. Yeah. Next. Is that Gamzee in the background? Yes. God. Hey, guys. Next. Oh, this is a really cool Jade shot. It is. Long time no see. Next. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave and Carcat are very upset looking at each other. Yep. Next. Oh, John's looking through the window. Yeah. And there's the ship. Some good music. Yeah, he just kind of sitting there. Yeah, you know. Looking sad. Yeah. Deepest sigh of all. <laughs> Thinking about Dave and Carcat and Rose and all the other trolls. He has no idea what they look like. And there's, there's <laughs> Aerosol just coming in to flip the birds. <laughs> God, I love Aerosol. <laughs> so bored. God, John. <laughs> He's just laying around doing nothing. Bone spit bubbles. God, you idiot. <laughs> he starts throwing cards everywhere. He's playing so solitaire. solitaire. Getting gushers. Iron his pants. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell fucking yes. He's on his top watching Conair. Yeah! Oh, he loves it again. Building Build a house of cards. Yeah. We built the Shaped Homestuck like the house. Homestuck house. <laughs> oh. Oh, and all of his friends get teleported to him. That's weird. By Jade. Yeah. Next. Oh, been a minute since we've seen the question mark page. Yeah, you forgot about that, didn't I you? I did not forget about that. No. And it, huh. like always, if you don't know the password yet, that means you're not supposed to. Dummy, go back. Man. 
Next. <gasps> Next. Don't look excited. End of Act 6, Intermission 5. Boom. Uh, is it a couple pages ahead, or is that yeah. it? No, you okay. can go. But that is yeah. the end of year four. Next, yeah. Damn. Um, All right. And then we, if we click next. Next. Remove oh. disc two. Wow. So where's disc three? Next. Oh. Somebody stomping that shit. Looks like it's probably spade slick. Next. Or insert disc three. Oh, God. I know where we are now. And we see a crappily drawn disc three. Yep. Next. There is no disc three, you asshole. Oh, man. Next. The end. Hmm. Okay, Molly. So yeah, the ending was controversial, but yeah, that is that is kind of a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, that it or we can maybe go one more. Okay, next. There's a bunch of hussy heads in the background, and Caliborn is doing the hussy pose where he, like, talks about how he owns everything. Huh, and they all got marked off. 